0: this is
1: rhema for today
0: you see he's got to walk in love toward his brother if you're in a a state of unforgiveness you're not walking in love love forgives i'm going to add it too. love forgives and forgets love forgives and forgets because god is love and he forgives and forgets he said he would didn't he i said he said didn't he amen i said amen praise god
1: Welcome to Rama for today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on love, the way to victory. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message.
0: And she said, "The way you preach, I don't even know whether I'm saved or not. You got me all confused." Well, I said, "No, you was confused when I got here. The light of God's word showed it up. What's the trouble?" Well, said you quoted that scripture from 1 John, you know, he that hateth his brother is a murderer. You know, no murderer hath eternal life about him. And, and the Holy Ghost prompted me of it. did to say, and that means mother-in-law too. And it does. I said, what's your trouble? She said, I hate my mother-in-law. I knew she really didn't, because if she did, she is a murderer. And you need to be careful how you use that word hate. It shouldn't be in your vocabulary. Amen. 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 I said, amen. amen. And so... Uh, not in that sense, at least. You ought to hate sin, of course. Amen. But now, uh, she, said, uh, I, she said, what am I going to do? I said to her, you're going to uh, act like you would if you did love her because you do. I knew that love was in her heart. She had to get it out and get it into manifestation. Act like you would love her if you did because you do. You see, love has to be practiced. Love is of the heart. Love is revealed in word and action. Amen? Amen. And so she uh, invited my wife and I over, said, I've invited my mother-in-law and sister-in-laws over and, and wanted us to come over for refreshments after church one night, and we did. And I told you the story about the little child with epilepsy, and she wanted us then a few days later to pray, and the Lord said to me, don't pray for her. Don't lay your hand on the child. Say to the mother, in the old covenant, I said, walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and I'll take sickness away from the midst of you In the number of your days you'll fulfill. Paraphrasing that in New Testament language, walk in my commandment of love, keep my statue of love, do that which is right in my sight, which is to walk in love. That's all of it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. So you say to the mother, mother, say to Satan, I'm walking in love. Take your hand off my child. I hadn't got the words out of my mouth till she turned, pointed to that child in this epileptic seizure, and said, "Satan, I'm walking in love. Take your hand off of my child." Immediately it all stopped. Immediately. Some folks said, "Well, I haven't been walking in love." She hadn't either, but she got into love. Once you get in there, stay. If you step out, ever step out of love, sin. If you do step out, get back in just as fast as you can. Don't wait till you come to church. Maybe too late, right then. Bless God, ask God to forgive you and get right back in love. And if you need to, ask the other person to forgive you. Did you hear me? And get right back in love. But now she's in love, so she has a right. Well, I remember several years later, we visited them in their home. The child was eight years old, five years later. And the child perfectly healthy now, and so on. And I asked, have you ever had any more problems? Well, no, in this five years, some little symptoms showed up. I said, what'd you do? She said I said oh no you don't Satan I'm walking in love and they stopped they disappeared that'll work for you just as much it worked for her amen. amen because the love law belongs to you the love law is the love law the new law of the new covenant did you hear me amen. praise God I made mention of the fact also the minister of the gospel said somebody came to town built another church my town see that's selfish not his towns God's city amen How many did you run Sunday school before they came and started another church here? Well, last two years, one year averaged 112. That's babies, children, everybody. Next year, 113. How long has that church been down there in the south part of town? Two years. What are you averaging now? I'm averaging 240 to 260. What are they averaging? Well, I'm sorry to say they're averaging anywhere from 260 to 280, a little bit ahead of us. Then both of you are running over 500. You ought to be thrilled about it. Well, I want you to pray for me. I got ulcers. I want to forgive that fellow, but I can't forgive him coming in here in my town. Well, you can't pray for him and get him healed of ulcers. He had his operation. I saw him at a convention. I want you to pray for him. The ulcers have come back. No need of praying for him. He's got to get that unforgiveness out. You see, he's got to walk in love toward his brother. If you're in, in a state of unforgiveness, you're not walking in love. Love forgives. I want to add it too. love forgives and forgets. Love forgives and forgets. Because God is love and he forgives and forgets. He said he would, didn't he? I said he said, didn't he? Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Praise God. But you notice when that man did that, because I know he did it, uh, then his ulcers disappeared. His ulcers disappeared. His ulcers disappeared. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Now, You see, the reason that folks get into trouble is they don't always walk in love and in forgiveness. Love and forgiveness go hand in hand. The love of God is in our hearts, in our spirits. Let's feed that love. Let me repeat that. Let's exercise that love. And being a fruit, it will grow, and we can grow to the place. I'm not there yet, but I'm still working on it. The Word of God talks about being made perfect in love. Now, I haven't met anybody yet that's there. I thought I'd got there a time or two. And about that time, something happened that knocked my head right where my feet were a few minutes before. And I found out I wasn't near so much there as I thought it was. Amen. God wants us to grow. And we can grow in love. And really, there is no spiritual growth without growing in love. The Bible speaks, as I said, of being made perfect in love. Well, thank God that God kind of love is perfect, but is not always perfected in us. That's what we've got to work on. The God kind of love is not interested in what I can get. Natural love's selfish, but God kind of love's unselfish. God kind of love is interested in what I can give. Too many are selfish and even though they're Christians, they let the natural man, the flesh, and natural human reasoning dominate them. What I can get, what I'm going to get out of this, I'm not going to take that anymore. I'm not going to put up with this. I, 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 it's all they ever talk about, I. That'll ruin individuals, ruin your life, ruin your health. It's also true in churches. I remember one church that I pastored before we, my wife and I married, just a single boy, about 20. I rented a room from a couple. And uh, th- th- this fella kept on going on, well, I've got my say-so and I'm going to have it. I've got my say-so in church. I've got just as much say-so as anybody else has. And he kept going his say-so. I resigned and left, but he kept on with his say-so until he just tore the whole thing up. Selfishness will wreck and ruin churches. Selfishness will wreck and ruin marriages. Selfishness will wreck and ruin lives. But the love of God never fails. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Walk in love. Walk in divine love. As children of God, the nature of God is in us. And God's nature is love. So it is natural for us spiritually to love. But if I let my outward man, the flesh, the body, and my natural mind, if it hasn't been renewed with the word of God sufficiently, I let it dominate that love nature in my heart. I keep that love nature in my heart a prisoner, so to speak. I I do not release that love that's within me. Then, you see, my spirit is frustrated. That's the reason so many people are frustrated. Their spirit's frustrated. You won't let your spirit express itself. You keep that love a prisoner. Are you listening to me? You keep God a prisoner, so to speak, in you. You keep the Holy Spirit a prisoner, so to speak, in you. Let him out. Hallelujah. What about this God kind of love? What are its characteristics? Thank God they're given to us. Turn to the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Now it's to be regretted. That in the King James translation, they translated this word for divine love, in this case divine love at least, agape. They translated it charity in the King James translation. But actually, it's the same Greek word that's translated the love of God's been shut abroad in my heart. Same Greek word. And so here, we have an expose on love. Let's look at it in detail. Now notice first of all the King James translation. Then I'm going to read my favorite translation is the amplified translation. Let's read first of all King James translation. King James Translation said, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity voneth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not selfish, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease; Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But thank God, love never fails. Now, I like, as I said, the Amplified Translation is my my favorite. Love endures long. That's the fourth verse now. Amplified translation. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Now, a lot of people endure long, but they aren't patient and kind while they do it. They just suffer long because they have to. Some people said, I've suffered all I'm going to. I'm not going to have it this way anymore. But thank God, love, the love of God in us, endures long it's hard on the flesh, but that's good for you. And it's patient and kind. Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy. You see, it's natural human love that's jealous. This kind of love does not boil over with jealousy. Go on reading. Love is not boastful or vain, glorious does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant and inflated with pride. It is not rude unmannerly and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way for it is not self Seeking.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth e. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth e. Hagan's two CD set called How to Know the Will of God. Next is Kenneth Hagan's CD entitled A Place Called There. And last but not least, Lynette Hagen's book, God's Positioning System. All three resources are for the special price of sixteen fifty. dollars That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.
0: And we are enrolling
1: oh, yes. for Rama Bible so Training college. college Yes,
0: yes, for the fall as well as the spring so right. go to rbtc.org apply online there today
1: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Love, The Way to Victory If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan